Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on four-legged creatures, mice, rats, squirrels, raccoons, good stuff. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and critters, and especially mice, out of your house. Yes, even out of your yard would even be nice, yeah. if possible. Yeah. But especially and, out of your house. You know, now that you mention that, i got a story. Okay, let's hear it. This is one of my good friends. She's awesome. She's as awesome as you are, Heidi. Well, thank you. I know your friends are awesome, so I feel in good company. Her name is Jill. We're going to call her out. So she called me up one day, and she says, I've got mice in my house. Now, here is a woman who is so afraid of mice that, just to give you a flavor, she had a favorite sweater. Yes. It was one of those things that, you know, a woman has a few prize items. Right. And special. Yeah, and so this special prize sweater, she found a mouse on it one day, oh. threw it out. Oh, my word. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't have gone that far. I would yeah. have maybe taken it to the cleaners or something. Yeah, put it in the washing machine. Yeah, exactly. With hot water, maybe, if it could tolerate it. Yeah, so she threw it out. Really? So she calls me up one day, and she says, I've got mice, and here comes the hero home medic over to her house to figure out what's going yeah, on. Yeah, I could- I can see you doing that. Good job, Hero. So I go there. I talk to her. I said, where do you see the, the mice the most? And she says, well, they're in my laundry room and my master bedroom. Mm. You know, the mouse had gotten onto her sweater there in the master bedroom closet. So this is the back corner of her property. Mm. So I'm thinking, okay, well, if the mice are over here, this is probably where they're getting in. So I went and looked on the exterior, and I thought, okay, how are these mice getting in? She had an uncovered dryer vent. Oh. From her laundry room, where the mice were jumping up. It was about a two-foot jump. Right. One that a mouse can make. Wow. And then the dryer vent, again, it was not covered, so all they had to do was get into that four-inch diameter pipe, and then they would just waddle into the house. Happy, happy finding for the mouse. Yes. And I'm going to say it was about June. You could see where there were a number of mouse trails in the area around in the grass where they had eaten the grass clippings and the roots during the winter. Oh, interesting. Really? They will do that in hard winters. They'll actually eat the roots and tunnel around, and that's how they survive in some of the harder winters. So I could see that. I could see the holes they had dug in the soil, and I could easily see how they had gotten in. So my $10,000 solution (laughs) cost, I'm going to say, about 2 bucks. Well, good for you. So we basically went to the hardware store, got one of those dryer flaps, and put it on. Those are helpful. I have those. They are about five bucks, though. Yeah. For a good one. Mm -hmm. All right. Five bucks. (laughs) I'm just giving you trouble. Ten dollar. Because I can. (laughs) (laughs) See how she is. See what I have to put up with to get these things recorded. So, yeah, we've got a very inexpensive solution. At that point in time, we had to trap the mice that we're in. How did you do that? We just got traps. Did you? And there were a number of them. Really? Once the front door had been eliminated, we did stop the inflow of mice into that house. What kind of traps do you feel work the best? Uh, Spring traps. Mm. Now, there is some discussion on the internet about what is more humane way to do it. And there's spring traps, there's glue traps, there is what I call mouse vitamins. Mm Mm-hmm. Mouse vitamins, I like those. Especially... (laughs) 
If, can we mention brand names? <laughs> I love the Decon 2. Uh-huh. The Decon 1, no. The Decon Mouse Proof 2 uh-huh. for rats and mice, it works. Yeah. And you know what? It may not seem as humane, but truly my experience with traps is I just can't seem to get them all. I always uh, go back to the Schwarzenegger quote. He says there's no nice way to kill a man, and the same might be said for mice as well. Yeah, it's not that nice, but when you're dealing with a choice between that and your children being sick and your food being destroyed, right? that's the choice. So in the mouse vitamin category, I added some of those to the tunnels on the backside of her house, and I put enough of those in each of the holes And then what I did is I covered that over with soil so that if there was a mouse in there and he escaped, we'd know that was an active tunnel. Oh, smart. And we, you got, we ought to mention, though, that if we are using those, you have to be really careful about keeping them away from children and pets because they will... Right. Yeah, they will do the same thing to children and pets. They exactly will. So don't use those if you can't keep it away from your children and pets. Yeah. That's why I decided to actually put those down in the tunnel where mm. only the mice were big enough right, to get to those. Exactly. So, you know, those glue traps, they're kind of horrible, but they're actually good for little, smaller mice for some reason. Yeah, and of the three types, and I think uh, much of the internet agrees with me, is that glue traps are probably the most inhumane. Yeah. And then you go with the mouse vitamins, and most uh, of the sites that I look at pretty much agree that the snap traps are the best way to do it. Well, and you know what we usually do? Oh, we, we just deal with this all the time, you know. I mean, here I'm making that confession. <laughs> no, we don't deal with it all the time. But whenever there's a problem, we use all three. Uh-huh. We get as many as we can with the traps. The decon is a backup. And those glue traps just kind of, you know. Or a third layer, layer of protection. Yeah, I don't know about... Yeah. And, um, and the melted chocolate on the little... The peanut butter works, but they can pick that away without sometimes tripping the trap. Melted chocolate now supposedly is better because you melt it on there and then they have to chew it to get it off and that disturbs the trap better than... Nice. Yeah, and something else that we need to point out is bait. that if you're using snap traps, cheese doesn't really work that great. They no, pr- They the prefer right peanut butter. They really do. Peanut butter works But great. if you're going to put a Reese's on there, you know, shoot, I might go after that. Reese's peanut butter. Yeah. Up. Yeah, peanut butter and chocolate. Oh, peanut butter with melted chocolate again. on top of it. That's the picture you gave me when you were talking. <laughs> oh, goodness. And I might okay. have to do battle with the mice to go after that. I don't know. Oh, wow. I just can't picture that. I can just see the snap trap on my nose. <laughs> Let's cover feces. Let's just talk okay. about feces, Hopefully Heidi. I didn't throw you off track too much. Uh, you always throw feces. me off track. Feces. Yes, let's do. I'll, <laughs> I'll tell my horrible story if you want. Okay, let's what hear you your want? horrible story. Well, I had this food storage room, and Uh I had almost everything in buckets, and then I started feeling like I couldn't spend quite as much money as I wanted to get all the food I wanted, so I started buying a couple things in bags, which I'd made a habit in the past of never doing. Sat there fine, two, three months went by, no problem, didn't see any signs of trouble, started smelling something funny in the room, and investigating it. You know how it is when you you smell something, and then you're like, oh, i got to check that out later, i got to check that later, and you're just busy. That's what happened to me, and when I checked it out, they had gotten into this bag of grain, and it was a disaster. It was opened, and you could tell the mouse were living in it, and oh, you couldn't believe the amount of work it took to clean that up, and we chlorinated the floor. We did the whole thing, and we got it cleaned out, but oh, it was a disaster. Oh, it was And as you were doing that, all the stories I could tell, my brother-in-law. Mm. He had the same sort of thing, only corn. He's the kind of guy who, you know, likes to be 
prepared. Right, exactly. And he's got a full acre of land there, and much of the backside of the property is garden. So he'll grow corn, right. and then he uses the corn to feed the chickens. Oh, yes. Which he has also in some small abundance, considering how many you know, square feet he's got. Right. And so one day after, you know, the corn had been sitting there for a while, he's talking about how he is uh, shoveling corn to the chickens, and he's not just shoveling corn. Ah. He's shoveling corn and mouse feces. Oh, wow. And so as he's doing that, you've got all these feces that are going into the air. You know that there's hantavirus. All you need is some of that to go into his lungs, Mm -hmm. and he's history. Right. So these are the kinds of things you got to be aware of. The reason I brought that up is as you were talking, as you noticed that you had a mixture of wheat and mouse feces, mm. you probably did some very dangerous things with it. We actually did. Ha- we had on a really good mask when we cleaned it up. My daughter, my saintly daughter came over and helped me, and, and we had on a very professional mask, one of those heavy-duty ones. That helps. In Hopefully, addition to that, so you, you protected yourself from dying at that moment. So the next question is, as we were cleaning that up, did we release how many millions of hantavirus bacteria mm, into the air? So if, if that stuff is being disturbed a lot... No, we tried not to disturb it. Yeah. I was in charge of that, and I disturbed it as little well, as possible. But, the but, fact that you were alive today is proof you did something I guess it right. didn't get me, but that doesn't mean to say there wasn't a risk or a hazard and that there wasn't any hantavirus right. in the air. There probably was, honestly. I probably just had so, enough immunity to protect myself from whatever there was. You pretty much covered the two areas that we need to make sure that the listener has covered when they run into this. Well, One is there different breeds of mice too aren't the deer mice more prone to that than some of the mice i'm not saying that you should should relax but maybe should we ease up the mind of some of the listeners just never because, never 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 okay so let's any terrify mouse, them any mouse can have hand yeah any mammal you can oh, even have really? gerbils and hamsters and human beings that can have hantavirus. Well, that's scary. Gerbils and hamsters. Yeah. Now we're talking domestic pets. Yes, we are. <laughs> well, I don't know. So don't you're right that, that, that deer mice can have it more often. But in many cases, we don't see the mice. We don't know what breed it is. So if you see from. feces, you pretty much have to assume the worst. Right. So what we're going to do is we're going to be protecting ourselves in that moment, as you did, and then we're going to be very careful about getting it removed properly. And what that means is, for example, if you've got a bag of wheat, you're going to probably want to put a big bag over it and then try to not allow any of the dust from that process to go into the air. Right, right. In addition, it would also be helpful to have a shop vac with a HEPA filter. Right, make sure it's got the HEPA filter because otherwise that the vacuum dust can actually be worse than, yeah. worse than gently sweeping. Right, yeah. Gently sweeping is crazy. Sweeping of any variety is crazy because that's really? going to be causing a lot of materials to go into the air. So you do feel like the vacuum with the HEPA filter is better? Definitely the way to go. So you're going to want to vacuum that stuff and just have the vacuum on while you're doing the whole process because then you have a better chance, not a 100% chance, but a better chance of the stuff in the air being drawn into the vacuum mm. and then trapped by that HEPA filter. Okay, that's good to know. And you can get HEPA filters at most hardware stores, Home Depot, Lowe's, etc., well, I hope I don't ever have to deal with that again. I'm go- I'm not going to put any bags of food down there without them being in buckets or sealed bins or whatever. Another thing I should mention is that you really want to avoid dealing with dry feces if you can. Like, let's mm. say that 
you or wet feces for that matter, wet because they're fresh, you want to hit it with any household disinfectant, Lysol, 409, Clorox works, but if you use too much Clorox inside the house, that Mm, can kill you. You damage your lungs with a Clorox. Right. We were definitely struggling with that. That's why we had our big masks on. Yeah. Okay. Well, hopefully they're the kind of masks that filter that out. Uh, those should have been $200 masks as opposed to the $12 yeah, masks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. We borrowed it from somebody, so it was a really good one, but I don't know how much it cost. <laughs> I fear and I tremble. You do. I'll so, have to borrow it from you next time. <laughs> yeah, the, the hantavirus cleanup is going to be basically you get the stuff wet with the household disinfectant, you remove it while it's wet, and then you're going to want to use, of course, the protective equipment that you'd mentioned. Good idea. No, I don't know if I did spray it, but I did pour Clorox on it. Okay. And that is how to clean up a mouse mess. Mm. And you know, Hopefully for, you don't have to deal with that. The better thing is to try to keep them out. You know, again, it kind of goes back to the $10 fix versus the $10,000 fix. Yes. What we're describing is the $10,000 fix. Kind of, yes. Having the dryer vent cover on, that's the $10 fix. Right. I was going to say it's a $3 fix. And but, honestly, I love just keeping decon in my house i hate to say that but that way if they get in in some random way and you're not expecting usually if i hear a mouse within four or five days i don't hear them anymore and i think it's because i have decon strategically located that is true they're looking for food and shelter if you eliminate the shelter Mm -hmm. that can do good things Mm -hmm. let us continue forward in the next segment we're going to talk about feces and we have so many stories (laughs) (laughs) All of them good, especially as relates to mice. Juicy, juicy stories. (laughs) You should never mention the word juicy when you're talking about feces (laughs) and urine, but just wanted to throw that out there. I have been politically incorrect today. (laughs) When we're talking about excrement topics, it's hard to stay within the boundaries, you know? So hard. All right. More information at homemedicusa.com. And as always, wrapping it up, be yourself. Nobody wants to be a mouse. Nobody wants to have mice either, really. Hi, this is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. We are talking about doTERRA's repellent blend. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your outdoor experience. You can use our repellent blend. If you would like more information on this, go ahead and contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.